ready? Three, two, one, go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Strange Range, episode 20. Twenty. That's that's two times ten. That's crazy. That's like four times five. That's <laughs> it's ten times that. two. Yeah. Shit. Uh, <laughs> we are we are minus one. Uh, our uh, our boy Trevor has stepped out to pursue other projects. So uh, good for him. Wish him the best. Yeah. Future endeavors. Or without you, young Jamie. And that's that. So, uh, man, we haven't been in in like four weeks. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. It's been Some a while. people call that a month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My baby's 477 days. <laughs> How many weeks is that? I can't wait to say it. <laughs> No, yeah, it's it's been a while. We, uh, you know, everybody knows it's been a rough year. We've been trying to make it happen. Things uh, go up and down, but here we are again, meeting up to give you the finest shit on the internet. The finest. The shit. finest. <laughs> Grade A, top notch, and only. We've been saying this for a while now, but this is the episode after na- after today. We're gonna sit down and get a bunch of stuff put together, and we're gonna try and put together a super solid package and blow your fucking minds. Yeah, we'll see how far we where, where we're at, and we'll make some. Uh, little adjustments here and there going to the new year with new yep. info and we got some stuff kind of planned out it's like we want to have a local guy make us a beat that he was interested in doing for us and we want to have uh, him on the show at some point mm-hmm. it'll be good hell yeah That's also funny. if you are listening to this right now that being said you know if this is going to be our analytics episode where we actually look back through everything leave a comment on whatever platform you're listening to this like let us know like it, it, yeah, we are literally so. actually going to look at all of that like if and you if write you, it we'll be like hey man that's not nice <laughs> Don't be a doucher. Or like, yeah, man, thanks, dude. Like, <laughs> that's true. And if you I'll listen, work on like, that. if you listen to us on Spotify and there ain't no like comment ability, go ahead and just go to our Facebook and then just be like, yo, episode 17, suck my nuts. I think we're on pretty much every social platform except for maybe Twitter. Do we have a Twitter? Mm. No, no, no we, we're not gonna be on. Twitter. I, hey, <laughs> man, you want to get canceled? You guys convinced me to do the TikTok thing and that turned out to be super fun and I actually enjoyed it. But Twitter, nah, nine times, nah. No, I'm not about that. That's just a whole world of people who hate themselves. Yeah, yeah. and it's like it's pure cancer. Hey man, you want to go to hell on purpose? Yeah. (laughs) Just dip your toe in the cancer pool. All right. Dip your toe in the Twitter pool. Dude, so much is happening. We are on Facebook, so find that shit. Leave us comments. Tell us what we're fucking up. Tell us what we're uh, we're doing good at. Like and subscribe. Not talking. Like like and subscribe. Appreciate that. Share it. Share with your friends. Share it. Friends, family, neighbors, acquaintances. Sharing. God damn it, sharing. We have something for the whole family. All right. Yeah. It not, might, I mean, they might not like it, yeah, but it's yeah. for them. The young, the, the, the children might not uh, have the ears for it. Go, just, go ahead, hide your children. Yeah. We're gonna start reviewing people's hide your uh, kids, stamp collections. Hide your wives, so your grandpa will listen. Uh-huh. Get that information on those stamps. Yeah, you know? yeah. Sounds yeah. like uh, titillating content, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Gets my tits all lated. <laughs> tits all lated. <laughs> my tits are all latating. Latated. I'll tell you what. It's I'll good. tell you what. I just realized we're totally fucking... One of them fucking, winked at me. We're flying by the seat of our pants on this one. We, didn't, mm-hmm. we don't got shit going on. No, I have a couple things written down that we can, <sighs> you do? we can go over to. a little bit, but I didn't like make a notepad thing for it or anything, so I mean... What do we do? Uh, I think we have enough energy to fucking really uh, steer this one with uh, our eyes closed. Fucking steering this one with our butt cheeks. I'll tell you <laughs> what. I, so I, we just thought of Ren and Snippy like fucking yes, animating exactly. that out for a second. That's hundred percent right. Yes. Well, like, it, yeah. Well, fuck, dude. Ren and Snippy is my favorite, dude. Flying butt pliers. Yeah, dude. Until you dude. figure out what happened with the guy that created that shit. Yeah, like, you know that's, that later. Yeah, and then you watch again. You're like, yeah, that was tracks. <laughs> that guy was a predator. <laughs> yeah, he's grooming chicks. That's yeah, that's not cool. But like, Ren, <laughs> was Ren a lot of shiny butts. That ain't cool. But Ren and Snippy's good shit, man. We ain't down with that. But that's a foundation of my childhood. Regardless of that, dude. Dude, mm. powdered toast, man. Isn't it John K? 
Uh, yeah. yeah. Remember fucking nipple knees? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> the guy you'd only see the robe and legs of? Dude, the kid, they, uh, I forget his name. Some, little something. He's got glass somebody. He's got the asthma, and he fucking will start wheezing oh, out yeah. hella hard, and he almost dies. And then the dad almost whoops the shit out of Ren Stimpy, and it's like, whoo, this is getting tense. <laughs> Holy dude, fuck. Any episode that went to space? Oh, dude, the one where they go to space and Ren's with that chick he thinks, and he's getting, oh, and it finds yeah. out like a giant monster that's like sucking on him and Ren, and they, Stimpy, they suck him into the planet and shit. It's like, this is some crazy shit. I didn't here, say dude. a word that whole episode. I just was like eight years old, just staring at the TV, like, what the fuck? I was probably like, Oh, fuck, dude. I don't know because like they. No, you're like eight too. You're like you're like eight too, man. <laughs> it was. I might have been a little younger. It was like. It probably something I shouldn't have been watching, but I, I shouldn't. I'm mad that. about it. I ain't mad about it. <laughs> my, you know what? Like it's, I've always talked about this, and like my dad, like is like a redneck dude, but like I didn't know he had, like smoked at all. And then now that I'm an adult and I look back, it's super obvious that my dad would like wake me up on like Sunday mornings, be like, "Hey man, you want to watch Ren and Stimpy?" And he had a Ren and Stimpy shirt. And he'd be like, "Hold on, I'll be right back." And he'd come back up like, "All right, man, put that shit on. Let's watch this shit." <laughs> and he crack beer for like five beer. minutes, dude, for real. Get just, a chalk in. No, actually, no nicotine for the dad. Surprisingly, <laughs> he just looks at me like I'm gross. He was just like, always running off, boiling macaroni in his bedroom for some reason. It was weird as shit. Yeah. What are you, dad? What are you doing there? I'm building a rocket ship, son. Fuck off. <laughs> building a rocket. Chip. <laughs> oh, Never shit. shared his real rocket. ingenuity. That dirty son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. So we missed uh, we we missed a decent amount of random cool sporting things that have happened, but with uh, nice. No, uh, no, you know who that is. <laughs> with uh, anyway. Tyson and Jones, that was a card that got stolen by the co-main event. I think it was stole Dude. the headlines, but it was still decent. But I, got I thought, out of it. you know, Tyson looked like an animal for not fighting for as long as he did, mm-hmm. which was cool. And with Jones, you know, he's fought pretty recently. So I think it was more of a he's just, you know, throwing his name out there because Tyson stepping back in. And it was like, dude, that's, you know, that's a massive headline on its own. I've but, still yet to see it. I, my, I was I did not pay for it. I went back and, and uh, watched it because I didn't see it live. My live, I, it, it, I got to watch the first fight with the bald guy and that guy fought his heart out. He just didn't quite get there. It was the yeah. third to last then I watched the Nate fight, which is the most arrogant thing I've ever seen in my life. And then it cut out at the very end. I didn't get to watch Tyson. Dude, but Jake oh, Paul, that was an epic KO. But that dude's such a punk, dude, ever since then. Oh, yeah. my God. Everything has been so ridiculous. He's throwing water balloons at Dylan Danis in the I, middle of interviews honestly, with Brendan Schaub. I smiled a little bit on the inside when that happened because I hate Dylan Danis. I hate him, too. But, like, he chased down the truck and Jake Paul's like, oh, fight me, bitch, and drives off. And it's like... Then get out of the fucking truck, dude. You know, it's like Dylan Dennis would have ripped your fucking arms off. Yes, and if, I, if, if that was me doing that to Dylan Dennis, I would have done the same exact thing, except for I would have drove 15 feet, stopped, and been like, come on, pussy, and then drove, <laughs> drove like 20 more feet, like, what's up, you fucking slow? You get in shape, you're gonna fight me. Drive off again a little bit and then stop. Cardio's a little off, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta work on your game. <laughs> no, but uh, Joe Rogan was talking about that, too, and it's like, you're, ask, you're asking for a lot when you're starting to do that. Like, he's obviously trying to pick at Dylan Dennis to get at Conor McGregor to try to get Conor McGregor to sign up for a boxing match, mm-hmm. but you're not you shouldn't be targeting a bjj black belt who's gonna literally fucking tear your limbs off oh, your body dude, dude. like the, he gets a he gets a hold of you it's over I, th- I honestly the all of the fucking paul brother shenanigans have been my favorite content on the internet recently it's just ridiculous but that's how they do their shit they've I know, always it's, it's always been well, like the most ridiculous thing they can get a reaction well, and if out you of, click on it that puts that's the them winning 
Yeah, if that's, you click and watch, exactly. that's them winning. Dude, do you ever feel that way? You ever, when you look at okay, okay, not to like sidetrack, but it's the same thing. Something that gets me all the time. I got caught in a lane, which is uh, Red Dead Redemption and GTA Five with this dude trippy commentaries, and he goes through and like tries to like solve like all because everybody knows mm. Rockstar has that deep fucking like hidden shit, mm-hmm. and like well. Like, GTA 5 has been out for, like, five, six years. Red Dead's been out for a couple. So, like, every once in a while, I'll see one of his videos pop up, and it's like, time traveler solved. Like, this thing's solved. And I'm like, oh, word? I remember that. Oh, word? That. And I click on it, and it's just him being like, it's solved, and the fact that we're still looking for it. And I'm like, you piece of shit. Uh, yeah. I just gave that guy money. Yeah. God damn you. And yep. it's happened a lot. Just contributed yep. to his page. Well, yep. that's, yeah, and I mean. When, did you, when you heard about the Logan Paul versus Mayweather exhibition, it's like, they picked the wrong brother? That's okay. So did you? I don't. Did you watch any of those videos uh, from Logan? They're the same person to me. (laughs) Yeah. The only difference is, is like Jake's actually probably going to do this boxing thing for a while. Jake could actually succeed at it. Which one's Jake? Jake's the the one one that just KO'd Nate. Oh yeah, Yeah. that guy's got talent. Well, at Mm -hmm. least he can knock people out. He's got real spark to him, and Mm -hmm. he got he's got moves, man. Like I've seen videos of him in the gym, and I know those are just gym dudes, but like he does, he lays people out with this crazy ducking right hand that he's got. That's just a killer. But Logan Paul. Fought KSI, another YouTube boxer who's, you know, it's twice. It's not a real person. Like, at least Nate Robinson's at least in lots of accolades and a former athlete. We'll put it he's this way KSI refuses to fight fucking his brother. Yeah. Because he's actually a decent fighter. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like, one Logan well, dude, Paul, though, he only took him to decision the second time mm-hmm. and he lost the first one. Yep. So it's like, why would Floyd Mayweather sign up for that? Why wouldn't you pick Jake? The guy who has all the headlines. The guy. Floyd it's like Floyd got it's confused. It, it's no, like, he's like, oh, that's that one that knocked out Nate, right? Oh, it, okay. Well, like, yeah, oh, maybe. <laughs> but here's the sorry, thing. Sorry, man. I had a big breakfast, $100 bills. I'm sorry. It kind of makes me loopy. Dude. Logan Paul did exactly what the Paul's bro- Paul brothers do, and he pissed <laughs> pissed off Floyd Weather until he just accepted the fight because he was mad about it. He, yeah. just, he was just talking shit about him online. Well, Mayweather knows that shit to his phone, Mayweather know, knows phone. he'll destroy him, mm-hmm. and he will because yeah. it's like literally Logan Paul. It's not that he's such a bad boxer. I think he might have a future in it, but he doesn't have KO power like his brother. Jake no. Paul spark you out. You oh, know, yeah. it's like he'll What's put interesting you straight is out. The dude's he's got like a foot on fucking Mayweather. Like, oh, he's way bigger. Yeah, he's, he's, he's way bigger. Jacked. Like he, yep. the dude is well, fucking and, built. Well, that's and what I thought was weird too. Is that I guess maybe the exhibition there's not necessarily like a weight cut pound limit or something, but like yeah, he's considerably thinking. larger than Mayweather. So way it's like longer, yeah. I'm kind of interested in that too. But it's like Mayweather still will you'll pull his shit, dude. He's mm-hmm. fucking he's, he's, he's fifty and for a reason, dude. Yeah, but I mean he could get lucky with a fucking he could. <laughs> but it's like it just I mean that he's so much bigger is kind of weird. But I mean I literally yeah. that's all I thought when I read the he- headline was. They got the wrong guy. It's like, what? you picked the wrong brother. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like he actually was confused. I don't know. I thought it was interesting to play that card of Look it up. Things. I'll try and post it on, on maybe the comments for this for this episode. But uh, there's a video of, of Logan talking about how he made that fight happen. It was just him t- pissing people off. It's interesting. It's definitely interesting. Yeah, dude. I, I think, uh, I think uh, definitely one of them has a lot of talent. Whichever one fought Nate. Uh, Jake Paul. Okay, so that was Jake Paul. Mm-hmm. So he definitely... Uh, that, I've seen him scrap Apollo Costa, and I've I mean, he's don't be wrong. He's not gonna win. I, uh, he's not gonna win whatsoever. But the fact that he could keep up with Apollo Costa the way that he did was uh, impressive. Oh, uh, definitely. Is. That guy's a beast. Apollo's a huge, was massive dude. Until he got humped on TV after getting his ass beat. <laughs> I think he's still a force, but oh, yeah. he just doesn't have the he doesn't have the precision. He doesn't have the technical soundness. He's just too big of a brawler to try to fight a guy like Izzy who's so crisp. I think because of what happened with Izzy, he's now going to become um, a Cody Garbrandt where he's just so fucking angry all the time he makes mistakes. Oh, he will. But I mean, that fucked he, his head up but so even bad. Even Cody's always, always legit fight for anybody. So it's like he's a great, 
even if he's not going to be the champ, he's a great stepping stone for other good, talented people, or he's a good gatekeeper that he's knocking people back and staying in the talk, you know, talks of, I could get a title fight soon. If he goes and talks to like a sports therapist that gets in his head and makes him a little zen, he's the fastest striker in the UFC, in my opinion. Ooh, Cody? Cody Garbrandt oh, yeah. is lightning fast. I mean, I mean, literally, he has big ass hands, skinny arms, and he throws them faster than anybody in the fucking in that organization. Well, and the problem with that though is Moreno and Davison fought to that draw, which was bullshit to an extent. I thought because Davison would, if he he kicked him in the nuts at one point in the fourth round, and they pulled a point for it, and he hadn't even gotten warned yet. It was the first kick in the nuts, uh-huh. and the ref deducted a point. And then they ended up fighting to a draw. So because of that point deduction that's for why the it, first yeah. balls kick, which is super uncalled for, usually the ref would be like, all right, that's a warning. You do it again. Taking a point. He just took it. So it's like the fact that they're having a rematch is kind of, I don't know. It's like Davison, I think, and Davison was sick and in the hospital 12 hours before the fight and then decided I'm going to keep, I'm going to fight anyways. Like he should have withdrawn. I think Davison smokes his ass when the rematch. I think so too. And Cody's now, not, he's not going to be fighting for the flyweight belt. Not with like a, a rematch. And, we need him and Sugar Sean to fight. That's that's the fight for that division right now. Shut Sean O'Malley up. Knock dude, his bitch ass out. Dude. Listen, if Sean quit breaking Cody his will. own legs, dude. Like I like Sugar Sean and I want to see him succeed, but I just think he's biting off more than you can chew with Cody. Cody's so deadly. It's uh, I've looked at um some of uh some of his fights, not Cody, but uh, Sugar, and like he has, I've always said like he's just way too young to be that calm in there, and he's so calm, he does his walk-off KOs, he doesn't freak out, but the problem is, is every once in a while, you need to have your heart <laughs> race when you're fighting a guy that'll fucking take 10 years off your life, and I think that Cody Garbrandt's that guy. Uh, if, if Sugar can come in healthy, and not constantly blowing his own knee or checking a kick and breaking his foot or something. Like if, if that doesn't happen and he can keep Cody at distance and piss Cody off, I think he has a chance. But if that doesn't happen, Cody's gonna take teeth. Like that guy is so he dude, remember the, that uh one second left in the fight knockout? He I just rewatched yeah, it. Was it. On, uh, Rafael Asenso. Yeah, he was, was up against shit. the cage, like defending, defending, defending. This guy's laying into him and out of nowhere he puts one hand on the cage, throws his head down and throws an overhand and knocks him out cold about one second he left in the fight and one. He grabs the cage to like just like a little extra force to push off. Dude, and it's not illegal. And it's just like holy fuck. Dude, was... it was like some schoolyard shit you'd see of somebody in like a hallway fight and pushing off the wall trying, you know, trying to yeah, stop. Yeah, out on the fucking out in the recess or whatever. Dude, Dude, <laughs> yeah, that was rad. Fuck, what else? Um, dude, oh, dude, that uh, that fucking uh, KO right hand thrown from the ground. Uh, who was that? Kevin Holland. Kevin Hall, dude, that I looked at it and he kind of like he kind of hopped his body and threw a leg to get some more momentum, but he knocked the guy out from the fucking yeah, did ground. You see that? It was like two weeks ago or yeah. whatever. That was fucking yeah, amazing, dude. It's like, and I've already seen like all these clips of, like KOs of the year, like what they think they're gonna be. The UFC hasn't released like their KO of the year mm-hmm. list or whatever. But Kevin Holland's got to be up there, dude. Hey, dude, like, oh yeah, he it, it, knocked out a fucking really a tough chinned Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy who. And Kevin Holland's on his back. He should have been vulnerable and he wasn't and then he just fucking knocks out this dude who doesn't get knocked out very often uh-uh. <laughs> from the ground back. the dude was trying dude, to get on him when he was laying over him and he's like he's got fucking him bent backwards his knees are bent backwards his head's all flattened out and kevin holland's just wailing on him i was like he just murdered him dude like <laughs> he literally just murdered him that's how like and like if you're watching like the departed or some like irish 
you know, gang war mafia movie. movie. Uh, That's the kind of shit you'd expect for like uh, one of the kingpins to be killing the other kingpin would be like with his bare hands, fucking wailing on it, head into the concrete. Dude, I was watching that. Like, man, you can't. You got to be. You you can't write that shit. You know, it's like and he does it. Like, holy fuck, fuck, dude. (laughs) Yeah, was incredible. He fucking pummeled him. There's been so many good ones this year. Well, like, and then uh, Marvin Vittori was supposed to fight Jacare, and Kevin Holland was supposed to fight. Jack Hermanson, they ended up switching because of COVID, mm-hmm. and it bro- worked out for the best for both of them. And it was Dude. like, holy shit. It, they both ended up killing it. And I'm not even a big Jacare fan, so when I saw Jacare come in there, and I'm like, hey, man, he's getting old, but he might have a chance. And I saw the way Holland was moving around and how big and crazy weird his oh, eyes he's... were like wide open, like, I'm going to drink your blood, bro. <laughs> and I was like, Jacare's going to get fucked up. <laughs> and he ended up having five wins this year. Kevin Holland's fighter of the year. That's so cool. Five well, wins in 2020. Jemayev, how many does he have? Four? Three. He had the two back to back in twelve days, and then Which he had the crazy. one knockout that over uh, Ger- Gerald Merchard or whatever. Mm-hmm. He knocked him out in like twenty seconds in the first round, and that's all good. But there's a couple of fighters that have hit five wins in a year. That's huge, dude. Especially for twenty twenty, the worst year that's ever. Impressive. It's impossible to like try to really like keep your shit going with sports and getting tested constantly. With this Fight Island, different. with them staying and doing, uh, <laughs> you know, staying at Fight Island and fighters getting out there and going through the process, but Ch- what Chimaev did, like that, also kind of opens it up to get more fights because he fought in Fight Island, sparked a dude in like the first like twenty seconds, and then he just stayed there for another week. And the next week, there was another fight at Fight Island. But Davis and Figueroa just did that too. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what made him sick. Why he was in the hospital? Because he fucking he fought. For the, he defended his belt. And and lamb, just <laughs> well, like, he, right he, he he stays at 125 pounds, and lately he said he's been trying to like stay near 130, 135, so he doesn't have to cut much. But he's so thin, dude. Like he's got nothing on him, no pounds whatsoever. And he fought, defended his belt. Three weeks later, he just stayed in Vegas with Dana White, stayed partying, this and that, chilling. Then he fought, defended his belt again three weeks later in Vegas, and it's like. I, I mean, it's great, and it's great to see champions be active, but I think that almost cost him his belt because it's like he is sick in the hospital, and I think it probably had to do with him trying to just stay at 125 pounds when his body's probably not meant to mm-hmm. be that lean for I that think long. think about that, staying at the weight. Dude, for three weeks, and I then fucking being in the hospital, and then just being like, I'll fucking fight, and then you go, and it's like, almost lose your belt. Like, fuck, dude, that would <sighs> suck. <laughs> you know? Dude. But I think Dana White probably gave him all the props in the world for it. Let's uh, let's real quick we can cap off this UFC shit. Let's talk about fights coming. Uh, what do you think about Dustin Por- uh, Dustin Poirier versus Connor too? I think Connor probably sparks him still, but right. I think Dustin gives him a way better go of it this time because the first yep. time they he knocked him out in like three minutes in the first round. Yeah, I but think- they were a different weight class then too. I, th- I really think that Dustin has a chance. I think he does. I I, I definitely if I had to bet the you know bet the rent. I'm going to put it on Connor, but it's not as big of a margin as last time by far. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he gets through the first round with him. Like, just with how fast and good Connor looked at mm-hmm. Donald Cerrone, if it's anything like that level of coming at you, Dustin's going to have to be sharp. I think if it gets to the end of the second round, Connor's going to be in big trouble. I think that uh, Dustin's his, his boxing is just so much crisper. He's just practiced the same shit over and over and over again and gotten better at it, pushed his emotions out. and uh, But just with Dan Hooker almost taking care of Dustin. I don't know if he can handle. First Connor. off, Dustin had him, and Hooker lay and prayed the last thirty seconds and won. That oh, fight. totally. But I mean, he literally grabbed. No, him oh no, and no, just no, held no, on. no. Dustin beat Hooker. That was the Felder fight. Oh yeah, Felder. Dustin, sorry. Uh, no, Dustin almost got I knocked hate, out by uh, uh, Hooker in the second round with those knees, those giant fucking high knees, and he survived. But I was like, I just don't think if he if Dan Hooker can give Dustin Poirier that good of a go, I don't think he can handle Connor. Well, also think about the uh, uh, Poirier's ground game. Has it, it jumped when oh, he went he's that fight? He's a 
He's a decent wrestler. He's he taken down. Ch- he, he took down Holloway in that fight and had him good down for a while. He had Habib in a deep guillotine. Deep. Almost had it. Yeah, mm-hmm. almost had it. Well, but I mean, Khabib's little slippery fucking head. Sneaky fucking Russian. Yeah, they added a bunch of fights for my birthday card. There's a card on January 16th this year. We should all chill. I mean, That's so cool. They, they added a bunch a of cards for your birthday. I know. Man. It's my birthday card, bro. Uncle Dan gave him a call and was like, yeah. hey, man, what would you like to see? <laughs> and it's like, just some good fights, man. Thanks for the call. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks for the call, you. brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> could you just could you just punch me? <laughs> yeah. Tell Bruce Buffer to come give me a one two. It's still real to me, god damn it. Dude. Yeah, I know. I'm excited about all that, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I think there's some good stuff around the corner. Oh, yeah. There's not a whole lot of scheduled fights that we know about for this year yet, but there's I'm some good fights. Who's Amanda gonna ruin? Amanda, like, Amanda Amanda's, has Amanda's got uh, Megan Anderson coming up. Jake Paul. Yeah, hopefully. Kamara Usman still got Kamara Usman still got Gilbert Burns on the horizon. Peter Yawn's got Alhamid Sterling. There's some good fights coming, but I don't know. I'm not. I think that Max Holloway Calvin Cater fight is going to be the best fight of the year. Yeah, I think that one's going to be a fucking barn burner. (laughs) It's going to be so good. Uh, No, but like I was talking about, like you, 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 this is a good way to. uh, Russ Russell Wilson was talking about how. This year has been harder for every athlete ever because of COVID and having to get tested constantly and not being able to have a uh, a, a home life because you yeah. can't go out. You can't. Mm-hmm. You have to live by these regulations you sign, or else they can cost you your your contract and your money. So it's yeah. like I don't know how the UFC works, just because Dana White's different. He's not like a there's not like an entity that owns everything. He's kind of looser, and people have their you know USADA or whatever. But that's it. With NFL and NBA, they're talking about you know this is like such a struggle to have a life. And play the sport anymore, just because it's like if you play the sport, they don't really let you do anything else because you could get COVID and cost your team wins. It's like yeah. it's a rough fucking year for any athlete, I think. And we've seen that. I mean, the NFL is a great uh, example of that, just because there's not that many games in a season, yeah, and and a couple outs really really screw up your well, schedule. The I mean. season not getting an extension because of COVID, not having to have an extra week is insane. Like that we've actually gotten. I mean. A lot of wins have probably come at the cost of teams that had people on COVID listings and they had to play, like the Ravens having to play with like 20 players out or something a couple weeks ago. Yeah, the fact that the Ravens are probably not going to the playoffs because of that shit is insane. It's huge. So it's like things like that definitely play a huge, huge hand in what this season looks like, but it's still shocking that we haven't gotten extended and having games get replayed this next two weeks or whatever yeah. because of COVID. It's pretty crazy that we're even on track to go to the playoffs on time. That's what's been kind of, because like early in this season, there was a couple times where we had like Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday games. But I was like, a huge fan of that. Yeah. I got football every day of the exactly. week. Exactly. I thought that was cool <laughs> I didn't have as shit. a problem with that at <laughs> all, There was, there was three games yesterday. There when was, was a like game when, on Friday. When the NBA bubble was happening, I was like, oh, shit, I got to watch basketball mm. every fucking day? Yeah. Okay. It's uh, like, I'm damn. in. Yeah, I'm in, yeah. dude. And it's like, generally, I'm not a huge basketball guy, but when there was no sports and the bubble was playing games every day, yep. I was in. And I basketball's was, back. Yeah, already. Play a game on Christmas. Dude, they had, what, like 90 days off? Or no, like 60 days off? Something Maybe two like, months? Yeah, yeah, super quick. Dude, really all the veterans were like, we don't want this. And all the young guys were like, bring it on. And it was like, fuck. Uh huh. And then that's a big difference. I mean, the NFL didn't have that uh, complication as far as only having a, a you know a short period of time on the off season. Yeah, and I, but like, it was the more veteran teams that did better out of that whole oh, yeah, situation. They did by far. And like I would say, like people like LeBron probably are pissed off because mm. they were in the bubble the longest. They that probably sucks. wanted a break. That like Jimmy Butler, for those guys that were in there. Yeah, on, on the finals, up until sure. the end. Yeah, and like they're like, fuck, dude, we just got home. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and I get that, but. It's got, dude. The season's got to go on. You but it's try not like to get they back played on for track. that long before. Yeah, that, you know what I mean. Like it, yeah, it sucks for sure. But not. It's not. You know, it's not like they were. Oh. it's not like they've been gone since last no, January like, dude, or whatever. You like money and <laughs> go play. Yeah. But well, remember we were talking about like nine months ago when all this started, and we're like, 
I wonder how seasons will be in different seasons because of like, you know, like now baseball is probably going to start at a different time. NBA season was going to be off. We thought like everyone's schedules are going to be lined up at the yeah. same time when everything got back to normal. All the leagues would just start back up. But now it's like NBA actually managed to start their season on time yeah. on Christmas, which is pretty crazy. And football is on track to end on time. Baseball, I think, is probably going to have a fucked up, unless they decide to just wait until the season would normally start their season might be I think they're moving theirs up a little bit too yeah, and basketball it's so far is off. technically starting a little bit earlier this year which kind of I think fixes they they uh are, they're starting a little later and this well normal. the season's shorter too so they don't have to worry about playing mm-hmm. all the way so but they're going to adjust their normal t- starting time yeah. for their seasons going forward which I think is going to work out because they're not going to be competing with the NFL oh for sure and which is you can't you can't, you can't. compete with the NFL dude those numbers on that Wednesday Pittsburgh game compared to the finals mm-hmm. of primetime NBA final time it was like it's like 5 million viewers on the last game of the finals compared to like 12 million viewers on a Wednesday afternoon for Pittsburgh game and it's like game. yeah that's just the there's difference. a little bit of weight on there's it there's a not reason one, why yeah. the NFL is the uh the national pastime now, you know, it's like baseball. Is well, I think it's just, it, it's just value per game. You know, when you only have 17 weeks of, of quality content and then, and then you go into the off season or the playoffs are great every year, obviously, but you only yeah. have that 17 week period to watch regular season football. Oh, for sure. You're not going to miss it. And I think to an extent too, like the NFL, they're doing a lot of stuff in the being interactive, with like the social justice stuff. But I think the NBA just kind of went overboard with it. And mm. I think it kind of made people, not as interested because they made it so political and like the NFL is still they're, I got they're so letting sick their of players not seeing players names on the back of their jerseys well for real and not only and that like, but I like get just it. The, world peace exactly uh, fuck and yeah, the, yeah that's cool man and like, like just the constant who are you? <laughs> well they had like the intro videos and the halftime yeah. videos of all of it and it's like I just want to not think about that mm-hmm. when I'm watching sports. Yeah, I'm I just cool want with like, the separation. Yeah, like the names on the back of the helmets and stuff is it's super yeah the cleats the cleats that have the names and whatever. Cool. Yeah. whatever yeah you know by all means but and, and you know I'm not even like shitting on anybody for. I, I think that athletes are, are totally fine with having a voice on that oh, platform dude, because if I had should. a platform, I'm definitely using my voice. Yeah, if I had 18 million people following me on yeah. Twitter and whatever else, exactly. I would use it for something. Yep. You have, you're an influencer at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but you sway people's opinions. I'm way, uh, way more into the just little thing <laughs> on the back of the helmet. Oh, I am for sure. It's, and I mean, I just, I'm just happy where everything's at. You yeah. know, it's like we're, you know, hockey's going to start on time with a shortened season. Oh. The Seahawks are heading towards playoffs, regardless of if they take the division. Clench the berth, yes. Yeah, so we're and, and even if <laughs> clench the berth, clench the berth. Even if Cut they the were to lose out right now and take the fifth spot in the NFC, that would almost be better because it would mean we'd up against the fourth. Yeah, we'd, we'd be, be up against uh, either NFC the Redskins or somebody else, or we'd be up against it. Like it, the Dallas competition or, yeah. instead is way difficult. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get as much what you're as I'd saying. Like to have that home field advantage, I'll play a bad team. That's mm, fine. I don't. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about your team. <laughs> I can watch your team lose all day long. There's, <laughs> there's literally nobody in the NFC East right now that should be playing. The no, it's that total should just bullshit. be an they extra should change that to a rule scene. where if you don't have a winning record and you're yeah. going to wake your division, it just turns make an extra wild card, wild card spot. Yeah, yeah. Dude, fuck that. Because you're not a fucking. The playoffs are for teams that are, that have that are, done well all year, and you well, haven't. they've earned it. <laughs> yeah, the Redskins. Or, well, sorry, the football team. They haven't earned it. Yeah, they were thinking about calling them the Washington Washingtons. I dude, I heard that they're gonna. I heard they're gonna keep the Washington football team. I'm I'm kind of into it now. It just kind of works for me a little bit. Football, yeah. (laughs) We're the football team. Put on your leather caps and let's get on the field, boys. (laughs) Throw on your leather heads, (laughs) dude. For real, it's like it's just different. But before we leave the NFL, um, did you see that Fitz Magic last night? Yeah, dude. What what was it? I just say like Fitz Magic, bro. Like what the fuck is that? So he, so to a. 
Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. Yeah, he's see, he's a first round draft pick from this year, and he's a Hawaiian. There's a bunch of people really behind him just because he's got such a following of people that most NFL athletes don't. And he did, wasn't starting this year. Fitzmagic was. It's Fitzpatrick. He was starting this season. Then they benched him and they started Tua. Tua was doing pretty well, but they've been they've been pulling him if he's been getting sacked a lot because mm-hmm. I think they're trying to save his body because he yeah. tore his tore his hip or something in college like a year ago. And then so they bring Fitzmagic in in the fourth quarter, and then he in a quarter he doubles the numbers that Tua put out. He gets a giant face mask right in the middle of throwing a pass. His helmet was fucking backwards on his head when he's fucking throwing he this pass. So fucking crazy. Somehow drills it. They win the game on a field goal by one point because you couldn't of it. even see the pass because John Gruden was conservative <laughs> and he decided to not run the touchdown, yeah. rush it with uh, Josh Jacobs. They decided to kick the field goal and run oh, the man, timeout. I had some Raiders and fan, that cost him. So pissed today. And it's John Gruden's conservative, old school nature. Mm-hmm. And Fitzmagic is a fucking animal, dude. Mm-hmm. It's unreal. And I, when I he was walking away, Fitzmagic was like, "Do you see? Like he's pulling on his own uh-huh. helmet. Like, yeah, did you see that shit, dude? It's like he's fucking. The guy's oh my just God. such a fucking boss. I feel so bad for him because he's like, he's fucking great. He's nobody gives him a chance, he, and he and he won't because he's getting too old now. No, to like, yeah, to he's, be a he's too old to have an official place. But anywhere. he's the best fucking backup on the planet. The best dude, it's and stupid. he's just a I good love, guy. I he, love, love Nick Foles. But it's it's not even close. Fitzpatrick graduated from Harvard. Dude's yeah. super smart, super nice. He's yeah. a he can groom a young quarterback like Tua. And mm. if you need him to come in and save, kick some ass, he'll come in and do it. Honestly, I wish I wish someone would pick up Fitzpatrick and Jameis Winston again, <laughs> put them on <laughs> the same peace. roster, and then it's just it's, just have them battle. They're both number ones. Just just, just it, let like, them see them what happens. Yeah. Dude, and I mean Fitzmagic is cool too because he's like he's a gunslinger and he's just the best journeyman ever, dude. He's played for eight teams over his sixteen year career, but he's always decent. Mm-hmm. That's nobody, crazy. Just nobody gives him a chance. Yeah. That's a cool career. I mean, like when it, I got retired, is. he gets to look back and be like, I did it all. Oh, he's the yeah. only person. It's in too NFL bad history. he didn't accidentally end up on some good teams here and there. Yeah. So he could have got a fucking. It's ring only shitty team. Way she goes, boys. But yeah, he's the only quarterback in the NFL history to have a touchdown pass for eight different teams. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. That's pretty cool. And it's he, fucking cool. He is a beast. Like when he's when he's hot, he's fucking on fire. It's when crazy. he's hot, when he's, so he's hot. killing it. Have you seen that Chester? He's so hot, <laughs> dude. No, he's the shit though. He's really the shit. He really is. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Uh, let's go to Brett for some uh, an update on the backyard hockey league. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. So fucking Grimestown hockey league. Uh, yeah, I set up a fucking rink in my backyard. Finally, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's pretty rad. It's not the biggest, but it's big enough. And, uh, it's big enough to it's body big, somebody. It's fun. That, so like I'm, I I've, I played street hockey as a kid, and then like I watch Car. a lot of hockey. Car, game one, but <laughs> game I uh, one. I'm just not getting into like actually like trying to get on the ice and play. And they like uh, I talked to Destiny. She said she's, you guys have some friends that have a league, and they don't even care how good you are at all. They just want oh, yeah. to play with. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we'll see about that. And we'll see if you still hold true to that when I get up there. <laughs> but uh, I actually got like I got multiple layers of ice. The shit's super flat and crisp. It's actually slicker than what was at the ice rink when we would go. And uh, I dropped some real pucks on the ice, grabbed my stick, started moving around. And the first shot I took, I was like, ooh. Because you start thinking about it. It's like, how, how does Charlie McAvoy get hit in the mouth of the puck every year? Like, dude, it it's weighs more than a baseball. And, like, I could easily, on accident, put that right to my fence in a yeah. heartbeat. Dude, I was, I was launching around, and I was, like, doing some wristers on my neck. Let me and tell just, you, shit will go through that fence. Yeah, dude, it will. Yeah, it will, yeah. Me and Chase know all about that. Fucking arrows. Me and Chase know all about that. Pets heads are falling off. Our pets heads are falling off. But uh, yeah, like every time I would like sink a wrister in the net, it would send my net flying out of the rink. 
And like, I was just like, oh, <laughs> it's so crazy. The dudes get hit in the teeth and yeah. break their faces with that shit. And they just yeah. get back there. I'd be it's like, honestly scary to think I'm about. I got to retire. Thinking about my teeth getting knocked out by something coming at me, like whether it's a baseball or a puck, that is just a fucking freaky thought. Like, I can't even imagine just hearing your teeth crack and pop out. And then you're just like thousands of dollars <laughs> like, dude oh dude so much have, money. and just not be mad about it it's speaking like, oh, of the money man. thing we have a new contract update i was talking to my homie justin if you're listening justin j brown what's up uh we were what's like up? we were doing like the fucking nhl drinking beer thing last night we were playing some games and fucking bullshitting and uh i had brought up like the fact of Bergie taking over as captain like char has still got it in him but i think it's a 60 40 because he's going year by year on contracts now yeah i just read about Zeno char like possibly not being back possibly mm-hmm. is they don't know and it's like doesn't the season start soon like you gotta Dude, figure that shit out towards on, his buddy. 50s like i mean he's getting up there he's played more games than almost anybody he else barely walk longest player ever to play on the bruins longest standing captain in the league longest standing bruins captain i mean he's biggest nhl player ever biggest guy to ever play has the record for slap shot that's only been beaten by him every time, he, every time he takes a shot hour. he's shaped like a 90 degree angle <laughs> dude he bends that dude bends that stick in half almost before it actually makes contact with the puck but I think it's like a 60-40. It's 60% he honestly thinks that like this team has a chance to make it, so he wants to stay. And 40%, he don't want to let go because every game he plays, he's just pushing that record out. And he loves it. But like it's time for Bergie to step up. He's one of the last guys that won the Cup. He's a little bit younger. He's got all the respect. But we got onto uh, that subject, and I was like, I mean, think about it. When I think I believe it was Charlie McAvoy was uh, did a year, and then he was about to go free agent. And they were trying to sign him, but they had hit their cap, and that was the same year that Bergie was renewing his contract, and he heard about it, and so he uh, volunteered to put in his contract less money so they could afford to uh, to actually sign on um, Charlie. And that's they did up. that. Yeah, that's that's cool shit. Um, so that got us on to like the uh, I was like and. Think about it, like the highest paid guy in the NHL is getting paid in the lowest paid guy, less than the lowest paid guy in the NFL. And I looked it up, there's been a new contract. So last time it was like eighteen million, I think, was mm-hmm. the highest. It's now thirty six. Yeah, I looked that up a while so ago. They're, they're finally getting like close to quarterback. No, <laughs> no, they gave it to the worst guy in the fucking league. No, nice. I was talking to Brett about it. They're like, I looked up the biggest NHL contract ever a couple months ago because I was interested in how much money cap like how much how, what they bring in compared to other sports and how much they have to spend because of it. And I read that Alex Ovechkin had the biggest contract from 2007. Mm-hmm. Yep. It when it was like that's why it was like a six seven year eighteen million dollar contract. Yeah, it was like, that's oh tiny. my god! It was, it was a little less than that because last year Awesome Matthews signed for eighteen. Well, and then I saw uh, who did you just eighteen lose? a year pa- though, right? Who did you lose? Pasta or not? Okay, Pasta. Uh, well, uh, you, or Tory Krug? We lost Kruger. Krug yeah. just got Krug signed a fat deal that's like huge yeah. for like bloated for NHL, mm-hmm. like way bigger than most people's contracts. Yeah, I don't remember where to go. Uh, it wasn't the Panthers. It was some fucking team. It doesn't matter. No, he'll remember. go to some crappy team because he's yeah. willing to take that money. Yeah, it's like I don't blame him when the NHL has that like that much little compared yeah. to other leagues. It's like, oh fuck, I'll take that paycheck. Well, also, <laughs> also when you grow up on a team, he's been a, a solid Bruin the whole time, and he got there as a young guy. So it's like when you put all Cut that blood, sweat, and teeth in, and then, like they're like, hey, by the way, we're thinking about trading you. You're like, fuck you. Fuck you, man. Oh, yeah. Like, Because there are guys in that team that have never played for another team. They've been there 10 years. Oh, I'm sure he'll go back to Boston and all the crowd will probably cheer oh, for him. And he'll be God, like, but dude. he'll look up to the bench and be like, 
<laughs> but here's the thing, though. A rising tide you know, raises all ships, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, exactly. we, we want to see, see Tony Romo get those massive broadcasting contracts because yep. that's good in our industry. We, yep. we want to see fucking Rogan get those massive broadcasting yep. contracts. Yeah. That's good in our industry. It's mm-hmm. good for everybody. Yeah. So as soon as you start seeing those big contracts going into the NHL, that's, eventually that's going to be it great. Eventually it'll, it'll, be the, it'll be more close to the norm. Yeah. Uh, like, like you were saying. Hopefully. Uh, but when, like you're saying, when you're seeing the, the last big contract being... 13 years ago. Yeah, literally. I mean, well, and I was well talking, it's, it's besides last on. year when Austin Matthews got his 18, mm. but it but bumped if you to look 36. At, if you look at uh, like NFL contracts, like every week the next highest paid guy happens. It's like you, you'll you have a wide receiver that breaks the market, and then all these wide receivers are getting paid that amount of money. The running back will break the market, and then all these running backs will be getting paid that amount of money. Patrick Mahomes signed a 10-year, $500 million contract last year, and it's like, what? <laughs> like that's the fattest fucking NFL contract ever given out, and it's like Jesus. that's just weird. And you yeah. know, like that's it's, the biggest sports contract in history, other than mm-hmm. one baseball player. And it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? And baseball is just ridiculous. They have no cap on spending for teams. They can pay people whatever they want. There's something going on behind the scenes that they just got like coke but money coming in or something. Like, that's <laughs> always been the rule with MLB. Yeah, it's they crazy. just never had a salary cap. It's like. So you just whoever has the most money wins is like that's bullshit, dude. Oh, no, they it's buy everybody. Yeah, yeah, it's not dude. fair. That's why the Yankees always have the most stacked roster. Super team. Well, that's what yeah. kind of makes me like like this. The old man's coming at me now. Like like the fact that God they start paying it. these guys way more. Like the re- one reason I really like hockey is get off like, my lawn. The way I, the way I feel about like certain situations like hockey, their rules are kind of set up old school like that. Like dudes are way more into like like the the contract thing. Dude gave up. Uh, I think it was a million and a half dollars. So they could afford to sign the other guy. And, like, I love shit like that. I love that there's so much heart in hockey and, like, guys breaking bones. And, and like, there's a lot of videos of dudes getting hit in the mouth of pucks, sitting on the bench, and them getting their jerseys pulled on by trainers. Like, no, you got to come in the back. And, like, I've, there's videos and of they're them like, reaching up, yanking those teeth out, and putting them on a towel in the trainer's hand and being like, I'm staying. I'm going back in. We'll and worry they go about back, this later. Yeah, we'll worry about this shit later. I ain't going to heal in an hour. Keep that shit on ice. <laughs> yeah, keep that shit on ice. We're plugging her back hey, in. You get my finger? <laughs> go put that shit on ice. <laughs> but, uh, so... Yeah, and it was like there's two two players that I hate the most in the NHL, and number two is Nassim Kadri because he's a cheating piece of shit. Crosby and Crosby got thirty six million dollars. That's who got the new record. They doubled they doubled the record of highest paid guy, and they gave it to Sidney fucking Crosby, the biggest bitch in the goddamn <laughs> league, dude. He's the Ryan Sheckler of hockey. I hate it so much, dude. I hate him. And plus, like, does paint a picture, yeah, dude. When you're when you are considered in the top 10 of best goal scorers in nhl like that is down to the fucking smallest detail those guys are fighting tooth and nail over each other so like when he's starting to get a little up there in age he's not old but he's not a 23 year old killer so you gave that guy 30 they the last one was 18 the record Mm -hmm. last year doubled it and then they doubled it for that piece of shit yeah dude i'm sure it's the city themselves being like Dude, he's the fucking guy. Blah blah. He's put it. In, he's putting his fucking work for us. We're gonna pay him now because we want to fucking show him the love. <sighs> it's dude, bullshit. Yeah. He's a company man, dude. He was the NHL's golden boy. They just wanted no matter well, what. They wanted to push him all, to be the fucking next Gretzky. Yep. On all the commercials, it was fucking Crosby. But anyway, fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck so that guy. <laughs> I got that point out there. Um, the only other NHL news I have is uh, the league. Uh, this season starts January thirteenth. Mm-hmm. It's fifty something games, so they're trying to uh, do a semi. I mean, it's thirty games less. But uh, a faster season, so 50-something games. And then at the end of this year when they start 21-22, uh, it'll start a regular season. So they're just doing the shorter season so it lines back up with the original time For frame. For when the Kraken has a team. 
Uh, from when the captain has a team, <laughs> when you can Dude, just I'm excited take to see, it from uh, my hand. I'm excited to see how that whole process works because I've read about the draft process. We don't get how, it still. Like, well, like yeah, I've, I've, still I've I do. I've literally read it ten times. Mm-hmm. I have it pulled up in my internet browser or something. I just keep up. Yeah. I'll just look back at it. And be like, God, that's confusing. Yeah, they just change. They, yeah. they change their oh, shit yeah. like every week. So, so like, like when that happens, I'll be excited just to watch it play out. Uh-huh. So I don't have to be like. Uh, we, they're just gonna have uh, everybody in the league walk in and pick a color. Well, like, <laughs> but like, I mean, it's kind of crazy. They can just walk up to every team and be like, mm, "We want him, uh, him, uh, him." <laughs> it's like, what dude, I never watched the draft. Pick and choose this badass I'll, team. I'll pay attention to what comes in because, like, there's a, I, I just I don't watch the the beanpot game. I don't watch a lot of AHL. Like, I don't know a lot. Like, I don't have the fucking time for that. Like, like I have one, time for one sport and I'm super into it, but I'm really only into one team. And I watch well, and a every bunch game, of them get but drafted from like different countries, dude. Like, yeah, it's a lot to fucking keep like, up with. There's the Sweden league, and I'm fucking watching this year. all this shit. I think the first thing you should do as Kraken fans is we watch the draft and see who you get. I oh, think I that's wanna, a big fucking that deal. Sure. I, I love watching NFL draft anyway, so that, I'm, I'm down. They've that. already yeah. admitted this is the last expansion team they're going to do for a long time, so it could be another 10, 15 yeah. years. Oh, I'm. Oh, yeah. Well, and they'll it, change that, the rules well, then too. Well, because <laughs> it lines out to thirty-two. Black the uh, Golden exactly. Knights were thirty-one. Or, yeah, they were the when they did the Golden Knights. You have to have another. Yeah, it was automatically known that they were going to have to bring another well, team. Then in. when Seattle bought it, it was like just to me, it was like fuck, man, thank God. At least like you know we lost one team. At least we fucking got something else cool going mm-hmm. on. Because after losing the Supersonics, it's like fuck. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. shit! Did you listen to that new uh, Kid Cudi album yet? Oh my god, it's so good! It's so good. Uh, tequila shots, dude. I listen to yeah, it like every good. day. It's so good. Uh, Elsie's baby boy was pretty good too. There's some, yeah. I mean, there's some really good ones on that album. And then uh, she, she knows this. Mm-hmm. She knows this is fucking yep. dope too. And I like that there's not there's like maybe one or two features on the whole album. And I was like, that's cool. It's just Cudi fucking getting mm-hmm. down. That's super rad. She knows this reminded me of like a Drake song, kind of. It kind of did, bit. but I like I like that it was like obviously it's like he's trying to kind of make that something that can uh, the album's number one. So yeah, like, I think yeah, that's, I that was part of album. like part of the goal was like mm-hmm. you know what let's make one that's like enough to probably maybe even play on the radio and shit. Yeah, and there is there's a few tracks on there that are like definitely this is a Cuddy track. Yeah, you know, but there was a couple there was I can't remember which one it was, but it was like this feels like Lil Uzi Vert a little bit. I just like, love this like Man on the Moon three. It's like ten years later since yeah. Man on the Moon two, and he finally fucking came back for it, and it was like this is dope, dude. Mm-hmm. Like just what I needed to cap off twenty twenty. That fuck the end. Of- to be continued. I love that. Oh. And it's like, oh, yes, it's not over yet. <laughs> Do we got to wait another 10 years? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that shit was pretty excellent. I was happy about it. Oh, yeah. I was super pleased. Me and Destiny have been jamming it. It's been I, nice. I was maybe hoping that the, the new Solo Dolo would be a little bit different. Yeah, I wasn't in love with that compared to the first two, but it was like... It, mm. it, it was enough for me just because it's like, fuck, I needed some new cutty in my life. But yeah. like... I'll probably it'll probably grow on me, but I'm not a huge fan of it right now. Mm-hmm. I I think I still really like fucking uh, Kids See Ghosts as far as like some of his more recent projects. Well, like just the fact that him and Kanye did that and it worked so well, and like they always used to work together, and he's what Kanye got Kid Cudi his money and his his whole first album, and that mm-hmm. launched everything, you know. And now he's not on uh, Kanye's label anymore, but it's like super cool to see them doing something together. A Yable, a Yable. On Cuddy's, on Kanye's, Yable, Kanye-able. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be good shit though. I was super pleased about it. Fuck yeah, I, That's rad. I feel like there was another new release I wanted to talk about, but I can't fucking remember what it was. 
Not Wonder Woman 1984, that's that for sure. That fucking movie sucked, <laughs> dude. dude. Sucked. I think the first one I thought was going to suck, and I watched it, I'm like, that was actually not that bad. And no, I put this one on, I'm like, nope, this one does suck. No, it's bad, dude. It's, dude. It's super boring. Dude. Yo, so, and, uh, so Brett and I have been talking Dune a lot lately, and the new Dune movies. Oh, oh fucking, dude, we that's both read it. Be, we both read it, too. Be yeah, dope. so It's going to be stoked. so good. Fucking excited. On the mission for spice. Reading, <laughs> dude, oh, yeah. I was reading an article uh, that was talking about, I think I brought it up at work the other day, how they're they're now planning on doing a theatrical release and a digital release. For yeah, because it's like, yeah, that's how yeah. Wonder Woman's doing it. That's how that new Godzilla vs. King Kong is going to do yeah. it. There's, I think I think Black Widow is going to be done like that. Mm-hmm. Probably, I think a lot of those movies are going to end up straight to Disney+. Plus. But it's crazy, though, that dude, Black Widow and Wonder Woman 1984 have been finished products for a year just waiting to get released. It's that's like, so crazy. Yeah. That, that's so much money for a company to be like, Oh, we'll just put it on hold and drop all these quarterly that we draw. <laughs> Our money yeah. dropped like three hundred million dollars, and we didn't recover it. That's the tough part because, like, absolutely, I can definitely see that. I mean, ticket sales drive, you know, movies for sure. Oh yeah, you know, especially you know, so that's that's got to be tough to try and make such a high budget film when you you'll have to charge it. I know people pissed are pissed off because like the rent at home thing, you have to pay twenty dollars to rent it at home, but you have to think from the movie people's perspectives. They don't want you to own it immediately. They want you to buy it now and then buy it again later like mm. it would as if it went in theaters and then came out on DVD. Yeah, and I'm and just not many, up to... How many people at home can view that for $20? They could they could have fucking 20 people at their house watching that and it only cost the, what? them 20 yeah, bucks. Yeah, that's a good point. But like, there's never a time where I ever want 20 people at my house to watch Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, you know? I'll take <laughs> four oh yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know, the it's, movie yeah. people don't know how many people are seeing yeah. that for that mm-hmm. 20 bucks when that's only two tickets uh-huh. if you, you know... So, I mean... They're trying to just recover everything they can. But like with Mulan, like there was no way I was going to spend thirty dollars. Oh, dude, I, fuck no! I still no. haven't seen that. And I haven't movie. either, dude. Oh no, Eddie Murphy, fuck off! Yeah. No, I thought it was just like okay, so you turn Mushu into a phoenix. One, fuck you. <laughs> Two. Oh, so he you, is te- technically still in it. He's, he's just not a dragon, it, but it's a it's a phoenix or something like a bird. They have a voice. Stupid. I don't know. I don't think so. Stupid. God damn it! And then not only that, but like you just made it like way too over the top and you dropped all these like things that mattered about the original and like it it's not campy and fun it's like it's not for it's, us it's like yeah. serious yeah. and it's like trying yeah. to make a real statement and it's like yeah Mulan was like is a statement for like young women to be empowered but like not really it's, it's like, also having go car- lucky yeah, and funny it's a fun yeah. cartoon you know it's like yeah. they lost all the fun of it I'm not interested. Damn fun with, suckers. With the yeah. Dune thing, the Dune thing we were the trailer for that? Oh dude, I'm so <sighs> excited dude. That uh, fucking uh, worm bro. Unreal. Dude. So the Dune thing is a little bit special when it came when it comes to the whole subject of it going to theaters and going to uh, going straight to digital. I read an article on it. That's not a good thing. Um, that is a last last ditch effort to save Paramount. I believe mm. it's Paramount uh, that made it. That company is gonna die. What happened oh, was dude, is that they, movie cost like it's yes, million yes. dollars. Legendary, sorry, yeah. Legendary made it. Uh, it cost well, Legendary's making uh, Godzilla's too. Yeah, mm. A couple hundred million to make it, and which they were used to doing. They planned on doing that from the yeah, beginning. Yeah, it's not a crazy well, budget, but yeah, it would work if this yeah, didn't happen. Once they created the movie, they realized they all sat down. The board, I, I read an article just on this. They sat down. And they went, "Oh fuck, what have we done? We're not going to get this money back." And it's uh, it's actually such well, a big budget that is hurting the company really bad. So them putting on digital is not them going like, "Well, this is the future." It's them honestly trying to get any money they possibly can, and it's not going. It's not supposed to go to theaters. When I read that, like with Dune, it's like it's a it's a it's going to be great. I think mm-hmm. I think that the you know it's such a big story and it has to have such big visuals. Legendary, you have to make it big you mm-hmm. have to make it huge so it's like if you're gonna do that movie justice 
it would have to have that bloated budget. Mm-hmm. But with what the theaters have had happen, it's like I just don't think yeah. it's financially recoverable. We've been talking no about theaters dying. For I don't a think long it's time. financially yeah. recoverable if nope. everybody watched it at home. Yep, it's still like, dude, that movie's got a fucking huge budget. Like ridiculous, it's crazy how much they spent. So I've got a two parter here. <clears throat> so they the actual the the most recent release that they made. So when they when they said they were going to go only digital. Uh, they hadn't told any of the directors about that. They didn't mm-hmm. tell the production companies about it. They just were like, this is what we're doing. Yeah. They all got fucking pissed about yeah. it. Uh, because they're not, I mean, regardless, no matter how you spend it, you're not going to make the same money that you would have a year ago if you were mm-hmm. released this movie. Exactly. Well, and that movie still might have not necessarily made its money back pre-COVID. Like, it was already, it, this was, ball was already well, rolling. It yeah. just has to be a plot that everybody's in for. Mm-hmm. I don't even think Tenet was going to be a massive smash hit. If it was pre-COVID, I, so like, and that's one of the things they, they brought Tenet up. In this, yeah, well, and Tenet, oh, no, Tenet lost Tenet. Mo- Tenet lost money, and it's yeah. a good movie, dude. It's like a I had me thinking the whole time what was happening coming next. But it's with, free on Amazon Prime right now, by the way. I'm gonna, it, I'm gonna it's legit, dude. It's really good. You should. But with Dune, it's like I, it's just such an out there plot. You don't know if it was going to be a hit or not. You don't know it's, if it was going to be Avengers. Yeah, it's know? not as accessible. It's it's like Star Wars for adults, so it's not quite as accessible. Well, to a lot it, of wide it does look great, but yeah, you'd have to. It's it's kind of in the adulter side of things where it's like mm-hmm. it's not fucking Star Wars you know yeah. it's not light fucking lightsabers and yeah. fucking you know cool this and that to draw people in it has to have a great story mm-hmm. and it will have great visuals but I mean you're not going to be seeing sandworms the whole movie you yeah. know it's like it's there's going to be some you know heart and integrity and storytelling it's not just going to be yeah it's huge. very story driven yeah so they so the, the most recent release that they made said they actually are going to do a theatrical release really they gotta um, get any any money they can. Yeah, which which is cool because pretty much every movie theater in the country right now is allowing you to rent out a theater. Oh, which yeah. I want to do. Dude, me and Joel were talking about it. We should mm-hmm. do it at some yeah. point. Hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. He you brought it to be too. Anybody you want, dude. We can all split that cash. And like, dude, how, how long do we have it? We can play some fucking video games. Two we can hours. Watch a movie. And you can throw down if you wanted to throw together two hundred bucks for you four hours. It. Yeah, you can. You do can literally back. Yeah, you can bring in your Xbox and play games. I think they said they have like. 30 options if you did it like at any given time or whatever like but they the options change yeah over, like whatever intervals of we time. called we called and they said that like if you wanted to bring in your own movie they would supply a dvd player for you that was hooked up and so well like let me cool. tell you this though, like, bring we, the ps4 right? just, we probably talked about this like five six episodes ago maybe a little more about we were talking about like the theater crisis and what's going on but like I'm a guy that wants to see a big movie in theater. Mm-hmm. I want to see it huge. Yeah. I, do you think I want to see Dune on my 40-inch no, TV, TV or do I want to exactly see it in theater? Right. I want to exactly see that right. shit in theater. I, yeah. I do. There's something special about knowing you're going to... Like, it's funny. Like You could spend a bunch of money on something else and be like, that's fine. But you get ready to go to the movies, you're like, man, I got to buy all this, buy all that. Mm-hmm. But when but you walk up you're and you happy. walk into that lobby, it's fucking... You're dude, pumped. It stars. You're happy. It uh-huh. feels fucking majestic. And you're like, I'm doing this thing. And I get to see this movie I want yeah, to see forever. Cinema is such an The old lights part go down of... in a theater and you're like, oh, oh yeah. Well, fuck. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy I fucking smoked all that weed. It's time. <laughs> it's time. I'm ripped. Oh, <laughs> no, dude. Uh, every time it's always like, as soon as the lights go down, you'll hear around me. It's just like, Dude, no, I can like, sneak a lot of beers in a theater. What's cool is too is like <laughs> cinema is a huge part of our our history and what people like to go do. You know, it's like it's a. I think Chris Rock said it that he didn't think theaters were going to die because it's a part of the mating ritual. That it's it's the cheapest way um, for you to go on a date. It's the cheapest. What what do you think when you're like, oh man, you know, me and the lady should go out. We'll go it see is a, like we'll the, get dinner and a movie. Oh yeah, not a first date. Going oh, to yeah, movies yeah. for a first date oh, is horrible, yeah. but yeah, exactly. Like they just said, it's like it's a part of the it's a part of 
our culture and it's like it would be weird without theaters i want to see things on the big screen you know like all star wars movies especially because they like all star wars any even though like you say what you want about superhero movies but if there's a good one i want to see that on the big screen all the m night Shyamalan. i want those movies with 200 million dollar budgets and most of it is pumped into their their visuals I want to see that big time. I want to see it big. So here's the second part of my my comment. I was listening to uh, the This and This Is Important podcast, the mm-hmm. Workaholics guys. Mm-hmm. So funny. And Kyle was talking about because I mean they're all big film dorks, especially Kyle. Like that's because he's a fucking, director. Yeah, that's his thing, you know. And so he was he made a really interesting point. I can't remember which episode it was on, but talking about how this could be with all of these big releases coming straight to digital. This might be the kind of resurgence or like a renaissance of the indie film. Yes, you start seeing I a hope lot so. more, lot more people because I mean, indie films are always very story driven. It's not it's a visual gonna, thing. Oh yeah, it's going to be anything that can keep a low budget and succeed. Exactly. That's and that's the big thing is the budget. You know, Dude, if you can Blumhouse. if you can put something out on a fucking tw- you know twenty thousand dollar budget, that's a solid story driven film, and that goes straight to to streaming. Mm-hmm. Not a big deal, and that's you know opens markets up. Like if especially if these bigger budget films keep flopping. Or when, they're, you know, they, they're trying to make a movie when they, you know, Hollywood's trying to make a movie that they're used to using big budgets for and they mm-hmm. can't and it's mm-hmm. inevitably going to flop because their stories are weak or whatever and you're going to have all these other indie films coming through. Well, dude, that's that's the, that sums up that's the exciting. last Star Wars saga, the last trilogy. Yeah. Bad storytelling, incomprehensive, oh. it doesn't flow, they're, they're trying to make one thing a big point and then they're trying to make a different thing a big point and then by the third one it's lost everything. And I mean, with the, with yeah. the thing about your indie thing... You, you were talking about like if there will be better indie movies that can keep budgets low with good directors and good storytelling mm. but with horror movies Blumhouse has been killing it for years yeah. because he can make a great horror movie off of two million dollars yeah. and it'll make Boom. 80 mm-hmm. so it's like Blumhouse those types of movies people that can make that work are going to be huge post-COVID well, exactly I almost always like indie, indie horror films over big budget horror films anyway um, like as a rule usually because it's mm-hmm. it's more to it it's I'll, got more I'll purposely go out and buy one of those shitty fucking eight movie collections <laughs> you know they're, they're all made by extreme dimensions and they're all terrible but they're all great it's like, got more meat to it shit. there's a page I follow on Instagram that uh, and I, I don't remember why I followed it because I'm like I'm a huge movie nerd and like but there are certain times when I see like new platforms come out on like like Quibi and shit like that yeah. and I'm like uh, that I, could be I tried out Quibi because it yeah. has like there's a bunch of good TV shows that they're putting out on it but the problem is they only have mobile options so you can't stream like, which is weird yeah it is weird um, it's this like page. this is what the millennials like they like to watch <laughs> stuff on their phone as yeah. fast as you can in yeah. their face they can forget it yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. no so this this Instagram page is uh, called Alter and uh, I started watching it, and it's all um, around 15-minute long horror movies. And I remember like being like, okay, that's another one of those things. I'll like, look at one of them and be like, ah, it's just not there yet. I watched a couple of them where it was legit great acting, mm-hmm. and then there's been a couple big-name actors who have slipped in on some of these. Mm-hmm. And it's like 15-minute long, 10, 10 to 20, I'll say. Uh, of little horror movies and it's really just like almost like the main scene of a horror movie where like they give like three minutes of like build up and there's a big thing that happens and then it just usually ends out of nowhere and it's like what the fuck yeah but it, it like these new like plat we're in a new age yeah. and like like he was talking about like the way you feel about going to a movie and it's special like we remember growing up and when our parents were like listen we're gonna go see a movie you're like shut the fuck exactly. up exactly what exactly. are we getting candy it's like well, we'll bring candy yeah, yeah. We're like stopping the Fred Meyers it was yeah. a huge <laughs> you tell me <laughs> the dog Store, but yes. In sixth grade, you come back tell your friends on Monday, like, "Yo, I just saw yeah. Lion King." Yeah, like, I just sick. saw. I, I just saw the what is South Park? Uh, Cartman. He's like, 
I just saw the new fucking Terrence Filler movie. Who wants to fucking touch me? <laughs> I said, who wants to fucking touch me? Yeah, dude. No, but like two things about that too. The uh, you were talking about like those big actors want to be a part of it. And it's like because they want to be a part of something cool yeah. that's popping underneath the underneath the normal channels of popularity and mainstream that they're mm-hmm. probably attached to. Yeah, and that's really cool for them. And the other thing too is like with with how the whole horror thing is working. It's like I think we it'll probably be like a great fucking really cool looking uh, future for like horror movies that are just different and are working and it's mm-hmm. like it's not gonna be paranormal activities and it's not gonna be this and that and whatever but it's like more movies that are like it because it was probably like the first one was relatively cheap yeah. the second one they bloated the budget a lot because mm-hmm. they're like it works so well but like the first one is, I think was on like 40 million or something mm-hmm. and like that's still relatively low it's low Cra- enough to where you can so the second think about screen time too yeah think about the longer the movie is the more money it costs and yeah. that was yeah, a double that's a, VHS that's a, movie and that's a mm-hmm. long movie too yeah they're both long ones but yeah I mean I think we'll start seeing more stuff like that that's just like oh fuck yeah dude well we, we're, we just we're, I think we're coming out of the stage of the epic and there are like multiple different types of stories and I think one of them the is game the epic Endgame was the cap of that like yeah, just yeah. pre-COVID made a shitload of money that'll be the last time any movie makes that much money ever it all this whole this whole generation of epics actually started with um i i fucking got a chance to actually take a couple of film classes and just like listen like the chick that ran it was actually part of the academy and so like she was an ex-director and so the she academy. actually no, the, the, i hate that but like it's true <laughs> though because she would get the dvds in the mail every month especially when it was getting towards award season and she'd let us watch them and it would say in the beginning not for resale do That's not cool. show anyone cool. then she'd be like don't talk about that shit. yeah don't talk about that shit but i'm flexing real hard to 18 year old kids <laughs> uh but anyway so like uh yeah so there are only so many different types of cinema action drama and one of them is epic because an mm. epic doesn't uh, doesn't base on the story mm. it based on how it's shot and the first this whole generation started with the wizard of oz mm. the Wizard of Oz was the first ever big epic that was made. And so we lived, like, people saw that for the first time. They're like, oh my God, look at all these big sets and huge colors and big fire and all this stuff. And so, like, people were like, fuck yeah, fun those. Mm-hmm. Well, we're kind of getting towards the end of that generation. We, we've been seeing this gigantic budget CGI in your face explosion. I mean, look at the Transformer movies. Yeah. Bang, bang, boom, Shia yeah. LaBeouf, done. Yep. Shia like, LaBeouf, Michael Bay explosion, boom. <laughs> Dude, for real. <laughs> So, like, Dude. I think that we're now, because of the change in technology, the way we uh, consume it, we're going into a new generation finally. And that's been a long time where epics rang supreme. That's interesting because I, like, immediately wanted to dispute that, just thinking about, like, what Marvel is still doing and mm-hmm. what Disney's starting to do. But it is. But we're at the they're breaking it, it down to smaller universes yep. now. Well, like, COVID yeah, they're more expansive COVID kind of forced that hand, mm-hmm. too. You know, they kind of pushed it to where, like, you can't make that big bucks off the theater, so you're going to have to think outside the box. Yeah. And it's like... You can't get away with it anymore. I, I guarantee you, we won't see a two hundred million dollar movie made for years to come until things get resolved. I don't think resolved. we need to. At well, this yeah. Point. I mean, we're look at Mandalorian is shot on a soundstage. But I was waiting to say that one too. Seasons, Mandalorian is not an epic. Cost, uh, they cost about a hundred million a season, I think. Too. Yes, they're, they're really pricey. But mm. in one season, you're almost hitting, if not ex- exceeding. All of millions the screen time, the screen of... time that the movies actually had all together. Oh, yeah. And one season of Mandalorian, I mean, that's like you're, you're eight, getting eight hours. hours. Yeah. That, that's a, that's multiple movies. That's a, that's at least a saga, mm-hmm. uh, or at least a, a trilogy. Yeah. Like, at least like the length of two or three movies. So now think of how much it costs to make three Star Wars movies versus one season of Mandalorian. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Mandalorian is is really fast, blown up, but small skirmishes in battle, so it's mm. not technically an epic. There are lots of drama and story, and like they were able to do like like slowly bleed into this new thing they don't without have to spending be on location much money. For you know what's weird about for the Mandalorian? Real. There really isn't a whole lot of dialogue to like make it like. There's not too much drama because there's he doesn't have family. There's no 
emotional ties. He has the baby, you mm-hmm. know, but like that's one thing. But like, there's not like it's a no, lot. He's of, gonna have to get wiped of, up. Now. It's a lot of quick. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of quips. It's a lot of quick passing of characters mm-hmm. doing this to characters doing that, and it's like it just makes it's like you're just watching a really visually epic thing that has just the right amount of dialogue to make it good for you, but you don't oh, yeah. need like. You don't need too much. It just like scathes it just right. Like with five directors, I don't know how uh, constantly like changing yeah, hands on which constantly. episodes they do. Well, I don't know like, how it still stays a solid feel through the entire show. There's tons yeah. of shows that do that too. Like American Horror Story, every episode is directed by somebody else, and it's like, mm-hmm. how do you keep a? Maybe that's why the seasons you know, uniformity. How do you Doctor keep Who's uniformity in the feel? Well, it might be that. Well, maybe it, that's, because it comes down to writers. Uh, so Doctor Who does the same thing, and they've done it for like well, fuck a billion. Who? But seasons. I'm sure that's <laughs> why. Uh, I'm sure that's why every episode though feels so different. Like you, what? But you, the, the thing is you get what you get out of that is um you don't get stale yeah you, you know true. because you constantly have new eyes on a project that are going to bring something new to it but you still have that solid core of writers that are going to keep it within the universe and not make it feel like a separate piece mm-hmm. you know what i mean i think i, I love that shit in man. terms of ahs so like the first three seasons were so good beginning to end lots of real storytelling characters you cared about ever since then you don't really have characters you cared about you have a lot more bloodshed and like you know more epic visuals and yeah. like it's kind of lost its appeal of at least of like storytelling winning like awards for how good it is that's mm-hmm. not happening anymore you know but it's like i still watch ahs and i still love it but it's not like it's like fluid like it used to be you mm-hmm. know and they and i don't know if ryan murphy actually like directed the whole seasons in the beginning but i remember like lately it's always a different director and it's like i just wonder if that has to do with something about like being able to keep your continuity as straight as you'd want to if you have a show like that where you want like story to be a really key part of everything and like mm-hmm. real big script and stuff well changes a vibe from season to season it almost seems like you'd have to shed the old director to bring out a completely different vibe with the same characters I do too I just, different story every episode being different though is like i wonder if you just lose anything during that you know yeah how do you carry that how do you carry because every director's that vibe got a different mindset you know they're yeah. not focused on the same and, thing and they have a different goal yeah like, well, the, like you know you get big visual guys you mm-hmm. get big storytelling guys you get big you know dramatic want, moment people yeah drama i think a lot of times in series like that though dramatic they'll they'll <laughs> set up at the beginning <laughs> At the beginning of the series, they'll they'll set up kind of where they want the story to begin and end, right? And then they they'll have most of that story uh, board written out. Mm-hmm. They bring those directors in, and, and that is really his job is to set like you put your tone on this, you put yeah. your feel, you know, your yeah. color on the screen, and you know that's it's not really changing our story, but the way you're telling it in a certain way. Yeah, it's almost like a coloring you book. You get the blank way. black and white yeah. page with the lines, and you go the through it. You color, yeah, the picture's there, and then yeah. you add the colors you want to make it pop. I think with Mandalorian, though, I bet the directors and John Favreau have so much control over the general direction that directors only have so much room to fuck He's, it up. I like, think he should only be allowed to touch Star Wars from now on. Like, dude, John Favreau. If, if the it's man. something that I like, just call John. Dude, John. Let Favreau John do it. Made Iron Man, and that was the that was the start of everything yeah. MCU. And, and it's elf. like, oh, I wonder why? Because he's a fucking badass, dude. And it's like. He might have like recovered our DJ's career, and our DJ's great, but John Favreau made that direction and like I think made it kiss, what it kiss, was. Bang, bang brought him. Oh back. yeah, oh and yeah. And then we had Tropic Thunder, dude. One of the best. <laughs> We've talked about that time. before, but that's the best, dude. Just that a dude, is the best, a dude. Scott was another dude. Joe Rogan's like, could you ever do that again now? And RDJ's like, 
I mean, you could do it, but, <laughs> but it's like I think the, they'd burn your house down. Yeah, whatever had happened because of it would be awful. There'd be flaming crosses with Iron Man suits on them in his driveway. That was like, how was that somehow the cusp of when you could get away with that stuff? Like 2007 or all those guys that beat their wives stop using Punisher. As Dude, I know, right? And they start oh, using God. It. Dude, Dude I hate helps. that I like I have like a connection to that, and it's just like I'm like so proud of that part of my life. But at the same time, it's like for fuck's sake, okay, take that shit off. You're embarrassing the rest of us. <laughs> Uh, just, it's it's definitely funny. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. I, by the way, have you guys seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Yeah, I have. Yeah. It's okay, good. Uh, dude. That that is one of the most underrated. Val Kilmer mm-hmm. as Gay Tony or Gay Terry mm-hmm. is so fucking funny when he randomly slaps fucking RDJ and shit, <laughs> and then he loses his finger and fuck, dude. Like, oh, that that. If you, by the way, uh, my recommendation for this week. We haven't done one of those in a while. If you're listening, down. watch uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang with uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer. Uh, it's a really good story. It has a completely different style to it, and it's awesome. Yeah, and watch a due date while you're at it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fuck, dude. Yeah. That was post Iron Man, I think. When it was he bo- spits on that dog. And he you know, and then he walks up to Jamie Foxx and he's like, Do you spit on that dog? And he's like, I, I saw red. I don't even know what just happened. <laughs> it's like, when he hits that kid, dude. dude it's he just so dumps great. that fucking kid. Punches him in the gut. Dude. He hey, what happened? Moisture. Nothing happened. Right? Yeah, he's all he's all holding right? him and patting his back. You okay? All right, buddy, I'll catch you later. Puts him down. What happened? Nothing. He's good. Right? Right? I'm gonna fucking punch again. Dude, when he does the god. Godfather, they're all super baked in the kitchen. Oh my god! And he's doing the Godfather monologue, and he's just like slowly like touching his chin. So you, you come, come to, to me. Shit is so you, great. You come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding, and you ask me to kill a man. <laughs> and like, did you write that? <laughs> I love that shit. And then he's like, "Hey, dude, where'd you get your perm? This isn't a perm, dude. It's natural. Is that a perm? No." <laughs> dude it's so good man. dude it's great oh fucking it what else man what else is- oh i got another one uh i don't get to do too much skateboarding stuff anymore because i'm fucking old and <laughs> like skateboarding is just blowing up into these weird different directions but they are doing a street league competition this year we should and- go uh, we can't. That's what I'm getting at. You can't. God damn it. They're doing it. At, I think they're doing it at the barracks. I'm shutting you down. Really? <laughs> I think there's. I think Costin uh, is going to let them do it at the barracks. It's at a That's hidden cool. location. I think what they're doing is they're they're going to make as much money as they can, but they're going to lie a lot so they can actually do that because they're not letting anybody know what the exact location is. But it looks like the fucking barracks. And there's going to be no crowds. It's going to be like I think invite only to the skaters where you just get an invite. And you're like, holy fuck, I'm going to street league. Wouldn't it be cool? Dude, that's like, cool. Mm-hmm. That's fucking cool. I think skateboarding is probably one of those kind of sports that could really thrive under COVID because you don't have to be near each other. You can let about people as take, social distance as it gets. Yeah, you can let people take turns. They don't yeah. have to be near each other whatsoever. You think that would be a sport that could thrive? Don't lick my board. You should. You should be fine. <laughs> don't lick my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I've never said that. I've never said those words in my life. <laughs> those are foreign words to me. Oh, r- rick on my bar. Speak a different language. Caillou. <laughs> 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 no, so I've seen a couple of funny things lately that I've watched people struggle to try to like. They'll get into wars over this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. uh, can you hear silence? Yes. So it's a sound. Yes. Uh, in my head, it is because I have tinnitus. And so, <laughs> so what you're saying is you just have never heard silence. Okay, I think that's <laughs> it. Yeah, it's a sound <laughs> of silence. Brett doesn't have silence, dude. Yeah. Anytime someone stops talking, all I hear is. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh man, it's getting quiet here, right? <laughs> Somebody's uh, got to start talking or something. Right. Get, oh, because um, no, I got no one too. So I want to see if you get it. I, I think it's it's a lack of sound, but it is a sound. Like you describe, if you said silence, it has to do with audio. Even though it's a lack of it, it still is. Well, it's like saying it's black a color. 
technically it's, it's, it's a, a lack of all whatever, colors. Right? Or, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a lack of color. But, but this it, table's black color. and someone made it that. So <laughs> no one was like, I'm gonna strip all the colors off this table. Whoa, it's dark. I think it's more like you can definitely not dispute that there's no light coming out of this table. That's mm-hmm. true. That's you know what I mean. There, it's not. It's a lack of color. You got an L on that list. I have is a paper towel one holes. It's one or hole. two hole. I don't want to fucking a paper towel. Paper towel straw. Or a straw. It's one fucking hole. It's it, one hole. It, it is one, one hole. hole. Two entrances though, right? Mm. There's always two holes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Well, it's the same thing. Two. Like that. That argument drives me crazy because, like, okay, then it, then if you have a uh, then a donut is two holes. No, it's not. It's a fucking. It's, oh, a, yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's got it's, a hole. It's one. It's got one. It's one hole. Could be in a fucking wheel for a really long Yeah. It's just one hole that goes for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, there's a bunch of kids on the fucking internet that think that they're... They'll oh, get into like... Yeah. They're so smart. Get the fuck out of here. You, Dude. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, what else you got? <laughs> what else you got? What else you got? I like these. This is fun. Um, uh, that was the only other one I had. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we've just scientifically uh, proven that... The, the, the sound one's stupid. good, though, because it's like... That one's like... You kind of got to think about it for serious. Like... Mm, oh, okay. Yes. Okay, I got one. Okay, so something that I was thinking about the other day. Uh, you know how boomers say how fucking hard it was when they were growing up, how dangerous and shit it was? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's dangerous, but they also didn't have the experimental toys that we did in the 90s and shit. <laughs> like, dude, like, you remember Skippets? I think we might have talked about that one before. Yeah. I just remember my sister, it's the, you know what that is? Mm-mm. Okay, so it's a ring that's got a line coming off of it that's solid plastic, and it goes to a big-ass ball. A you put your ball. foot in the oh, ring. Oh, yeah, and then you, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And all it does is break your siblings' ankles. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, well, it just yeah, fucking or, demolishes or people. Whip yourself down and then fucking smashing your head in the ground oh fuck yeah dude like dude there was there was a bunch of shit back then that we were allowed to do like first of all we're gonna be the generation that like where there's gonna be like a, a fucking commercial on tv it's like if you drank rockstar in 1999 <laughs> you might be able to get compensation if you drank bang for all of 2020 <laughs> oh you're in trouble we're yeah. all dead didn't that already happen with red bull like I don't think two years so. Ago. There I was some I kind of lawsuit. Of it maybe, anyway. it was, maybe it was like a. Uh, I'm sure there's probably. I'm sure there's probably something that. Oh, I'm sure they all have secret things they try to bury as much as oh, possible. For sure. Those Camel cigarettes where you squeeze the ball on the filter. Yeah. All got cancer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All of us are dead. I, I smoked. Have you ever for like bit two one weeks. of those? I got bored in my friend's car one time. I was probably really drunk, and I fucking pulled one out of the filter and 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 bit down on it. Never did that. It's like a fucking one of those icebreaker mints, you know, in the little balls. It's exactly like that, but fucking a hundred strong. Oh, yeah. I blew it in my friend's nicotine, face that was right next to me and it fucking instantly just tears. Oh, dude, I bet there's so much, <laughs> oh, there's so much chemical in that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not, I'm sure it's not really meant to good be for in me. your no, yeah. it's not. Yeah, it ain't meant to be like that. It's no, an air it was... freshener for your cigarette. <laughs> I didn't like growing Chasing extra nipple. truck just anything. eating air freshener trees and shit, man. It tastes like pine, bro. It's crazy. This one tastes like leather. <laughs> man, what does black ice taste like? <laughs> And that's not what I was expecting. Tastes like Chad's and the smell of my truck. <laughs> yeah, I've never done that one. Trying Somehow, to, some way. Never eaten a cardboard tree? Ah, oh, the, the the camel thing. <laughs> you never you never done those? Never done that? Mm-hmm. Dude, when those came out, like, I remember no, I was... No, you smoked them. I've smoked them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I never yeah, done yeah, the ball I, never, yeah. and I, mean, I don't like, know if it's balls. I didn't... <laughs> I, have, I never put any balls in my mouth. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's debatable. Dude. No, but uh, yeah, that that one's foreign to me. I've never tried that out. <laughs> I never really liked Camel Crush cigarettes, anyways. They're you did just, uh, Marp Next for a while, didn't you? I did them just because they were cheap for like a couple yeah, weeks were, or something. Yeah, just because I think they were like going out of, they weren't being sold anymore or something. That soon. Right. There's some kind of cheapo thing going on, but 
It worked out for the best. I was never a Marlboro guy. I was a Camel Wide guy. So I, I still, if I camel smoke cigarettes, are fucking I like brutal. Fat, delicious, dude. Fucking Camel Wide, Fat and delicious. Dude, I uh, I got into basic, and then I didn't <laughs> smoke for like three months, right? And they let us out for like 36 hours, like at the very end of it. And like, I remember being like, man, I want to get a cigarette. Fuck yeah. I went and got a can of Copenhagen and a fucking pack of Camel Wides. I smoked one Camel Wide, and my buddy was meeting us at a hotel, and he walks out. I'm laying down on the grass outside the hotel going, ah. <laughs> dude, my head was bumping and spinning. Like, dude, there's so much nicotine in this. But you remember the tattoo packs? Yeah. Yep. That was a big thing for a yeah, while. Those for cool. Poor, poor kids. For poor kids. <laughs> Collecting tattoo packs yeah. and shit for no reason. I had, I had like a couple shoe boxes full of them. And it's just like two months later, I was like, yeah, throw that shit out. <laughs> when they used to fucking give you cool merch for smoking a bunch. You know, oh. Fucking jackets and shit. Oh, dude. My dad used to have so... My mom and dad used to have so much camel swag from... Mm-hmm. And it was all Joe Camel. All of it was fucking... Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> they had so much Joe Camel gear just because if you signed up for the shit or whatever, you just get shit shipped to you as many cigarettes you buy or whatever. I've got so much fucking smoking Joe dude, shit. Dude, do you remember? There's no, there's always one guy, especially back in the day, you'd like see a dude at the gas station or whatever that had like f- like old, you can tell he drinks way too much, fucked up hair, and he's wearing that old ass fucking camel denim jacket. jacket. Yeah. A denim, and he's just like strutting around like, or like he's still in like 78. The leather marb jacket with like the American flag down the sleeve or some shit. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, man. Man, there, I remember like you knew that you were at cool. a meth house when you walked in and saw the Smoking Joe's dartboard on the wall. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have any oh, dart shit. You're oh, like, oh man, they, they the do drugs house. in here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's trapping? <laughs> All the darts are in some dude's head. <laughs> Dude, they buried that guy outside. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's. Uh, I think it's been pretty successful having not been in the studio for a month, and we mm-hmm. still figured out how to do that shit for like an hour and a half. It no, felt good. Yeah, good. dude. I can't wait to get back at it. Already. So no, and that was nice because so we had we had just enough stuff in the past couple weeks of not covering stuff that was like we had some you know, like we don't talk about like Tyson and all that and um, like, just things that we've missed. It's like it's nice just to get it all fucking get up. Oh, get there's gonna be a couple up. more episodes after this. Like, oh shit, remember this thing from like five weeks yeah. ago? Oh, like, yeah. There's so much that's been going on in this crazy fucking year. I'm, I'm happy we. We not only survived this year of throwing us under the bus, but we created something that we can give to you guys. And, like, I'm so happy we're still doing this. About right. to head into our second year. Yeah. Yep. Cap the year yeah. off good with episode 20. Got 20 done in less than a year. Holidays have Bigger been fucking hectic as shit. It's oh, been fuck yeah. That shit. So we're past that now. Yeah, we got uh-huh. fucking New Year's, but that's going to be a good time, I'm yeah. sure. So. Well, soon oh, enough, man. I'm going to we're gonna see if we can get all the boys down to go make that beat with that dude we were talking yep. about. And want a fucking up. sick-ass new local beat made for us, which would be fuck dope. Yeah, be up nice some production, make this shit sound a little cooler. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be nice. Yeah, I'm pumped. It's going to be Hell good. Yeah. I get to go through a bunch of analytics this week. It's mm-hmm. going to be a good Ooh, time. Oh, shit. Yeah, so anybody listening, comment. Let us know what you liked about our last 20 episodes, what you'd like to change, what you want us to fucking focus more on. On. Uh, yeah, man. It's, I'm gonna it's, get this one out as soon as I can, just so I can try and use the numbers for the first few days on on this episode. All for sure. Yep. But definitely. Track that into the info. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, guys. All right. Well, it's been uh, it's been fucking weird, right? It's been fucking, fucking weird. Real strange. fucking strange. Even strange enough, fucking fuck strange. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Well, I'm Chase. I'm Brett. Jordan. Get the fuck out of here. Later, guys. Fuck stay yeah. strange. Fuck yeah. There we go, boys. Twenty. <laughs> fuck yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, boys. So stoked. Strange enough. Stop hands. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Slap them. <laughs> Hell yeah.